Hi, I'm Wayne Heinsohn, the pastor of Grace Church Australia. Thanks so much for checking out this podcast. We hope it is inspirational and it equips you to make known the name of Jesus. You can stay connected with us during the week by going to gracegathering.online. Acts 2, verse 1. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven, as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire, and one sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak with other tongues, as the Spirit gave them utterance. Amen. Through the week, God's been speaking to me, the Holy Spirit's been speaking to me, and I want to share some of that with you this morning, today, about something or someone who maybe we've neglected. So today, church, God wants us to get to know the Holy Spirit. And this week, I've been sitting in the presence of God, I've been reading His Word, and seeking Him wholeheartedly about the person of the Holy Spirit. For some of us, and I'm I'm including myself in this, we can spend our time focusing on our beautiful God the Father and Jesus the Son, but we don't see the Holy Spirit as a person. We see him as something out there, something unknown, a power that we don't understand fully. And so maybe we put up a wall and keep the Holy Spirit, you know, out there somewhere. But I want to encourage you today to allow some of those walls to come down as I teach you more about the Holy Spirit. And as I was praying this week, the Holy Spirit spoke to my spirit and it was very gentle and very personable, just whispered these sentences to me and said, Jackie, over the past eight years, you have been passionately revealing Jesus to the people of Grace Church week in, week out. And it is my passion to tell you about Jesus and to reveal him in the scriptures. And you have been teaching them, them about God as their beautiful Abba, bringing transformation about how they see God the Father. And if you've had that transformation over the past eight years, you can give me a wave. If you have a revelation now that I know Abba, I know my beautiful Abba. And God, the Holy Spirit said that over the past eight years, that's what you've been doing, revealing our beautiful Jesus week in, week out, and transforming people's thoughts about who God is, that he's not angry, that he doesn't want to bring wrath and judgment on you because he brought wrath and judgment upon Jesus. And in his body, that wrath and judgment was poured out so that you and I can come before the throne and connect with Abba. So if I've done that over the past eight years, then I'm really happy. I I hope that that's something that you've carried. But the Holy Spirit says, but now is the time to start teaching them about me, the Holy Spirit. So we've been seeing Jesus. We've been seeing and revealing God, Abba. But now is the time to start teaching them about me, the Holy Spirit. For I am the third person of the triune God. They need to know me as a person, not as an it or a power out there. 
Now, I'll put my hand up and say that during my walk, I've been a Christian 26 years, I will say that out there, I think of him sometimes, not all the time because he's very personal to me, and I'll share some more about that later, but quite often I'm like, bring your power, God, bring your power. I want to feel your presence and your power. But the Holy Spirit's been really challenging me this week. Do you know me as a person? Do you know me as the third person of the triune God? And I had to stop and really think, I don't think I do. And I'll explain it as we go. So I began, so began my week of really pursuing what I know, or more accurately, what I didn't know about the Holy Spirit as a person. I had to really think about, I know this about him, I know this about him, I have this relationship with him, but do I know him as the third person of the triune God? So it just did something, it, it just did something in my spirit that I need to sit in his presence, read in his word, find scriptures, and really say, who are you as a person? So yes, as a new covenant believer, I most definitely know the Holy Spirit. I most definitely know him personally in my life. These are the ways. I know the Holy Spirit personally when I am reading and studying the Word of God and he brings fresh revelation, wisdom and understanding in the Scriptures. That's how I know him personally. Far beyond what my human brain can contemplate sometimes. When God shows me something in the Scripture, the Holy Spirit shows me something in the Scriptures, I'm like, wow. There's no way that my brain could have comprehended comprehended or worked that out. The Holy Spirit shows me that. So I know him personally in that way. And his revelation sometimes, as I shared just then, is that wow moment. And it can actually bring me to tears because I think, wow, how could you just show me your plan of redemption, your beauty, and I can see God's beautiful plan and his heart for people that, that he wants them to be saved. He wants them to find him. He wants them in relationship with him. And the Holy Spirit does that when I read the scriptures. So I know him personally in that way. I know the Holy Spirit personally when I'm singing worship and his presence comes upon me like he did this morning and it, and it just breaks me to surrender to the point of, I'm this tiny little piece in your masterful plan, God, but you want to pour your love out upon me. And it just breaks me inside. So I know the Holy Spirit personally that way. I know the Holy Spirit personally when I speak in tongues, when my spirit declares prayers and petitions before God. My spirit and the Holy Spirit in communion. What greater honour and privilege to commune from my spirit man, the spirit inside of me, communing with God through a tongue where I worship and speak. That beautiful direct spiritual communication with God. There's nothing like it. And I know the Holy Spirit personally as a healer. And um, he wanted to definitely show me something about that. I've had different healing things, as I've shared in the past. And some of you here have known him as healer. 
but he wanted me to know about that this week and to trust him and to share on that because over the past couple of days at the start of the week, so from Sunday, maybe Monday on, I'd had this excruciating pain in my ankle and up where my Achilles is and just to walk, there was like shooting pains going up and it felt like my Achilles was going to snap and I'd not done anything different. I thought, what on earth is going on? I haven't stepped the wrong way. I haven't done anything different. And I think it was just the Holy Spirit wanting me to try him out, to test, to see what he can do. And so I'd taken the kids, I'd hobbled down the stairs at home. You've got stairs going up and down, you know, carefully going down the stairs taking the kids to swimming and of course as they've gone in there's stands at swimming and they've put their towels and stuff at the top level so I've got to hobble (laughs) up the stairs carefully and I just sat down and I said Holy Spirit the person this is just a a reminder for me not to think of him as an it or a something or a power I said Holy Spirit the person I had laid my hands on my ankle I said the person of the Holy Spirit Would you instantaneously, miraculously heal this right now in Jesus' name? And being the faith-filled person that I am, I was very hesitant about testing it. (laughs) Come on, church, you've got to laugh with me. (laughs) I was very hesitant. Is he going to come through? Is the Holy Spirit going to heal this right now in this public place? Can I really trust the Holy Spirit? Is he the person who he says he is? Do the scriptures say this one thing, but we don't see this in the natural? So I sat there for a while, (laughs) a bit anxious to really test this out. And then as the swimming finished, the kids were coming, I put my foot down and stood up. No pain, instantaneously healed. Now I have had things like that happen but over time I've seen God heal over time but this is my first instantaneous miraculous healing I want something in your spirit to burn this morning church because his spirit wants to connect with you he's not a power something remote out there he is a person, the third person of the triune God. And I got home to Wayne and I was telling them the story. And I'm like, look, <laughs> jumping around the lounge room. Now I know that some of you have experienced similar things where God has healed you. And it's exciting. So I know Jesus, I know the Holy Spirit in the same way. I know him in all of these ways that I've shared that. I also know the Holy Spirit personally when I have a peace or absence of peace in regard to a person, sometimes I can meet people and I just, God says, be careful. There's an absence of peace in my spirit. Or in a situation where I have to make a decision, if I think, oh, I'm going to go this way, it's like, no. You can sense there's an absence of peace. But if you have a peace about it and you walk and you say, that's the right decision, that's the Holy Spirit. He is our guide in that way. And so I've experienced that time after time after time in my walk with him. That's the Holy Spirit working in my life. So it's true. I know the Holy Spirit personally as teacher, counsellor, comforter, healer, guide or baptiser in power. I do know him. But it still had me kind of thinking, do I know you as a person? I know you as these 
parts, but do I actually know you as the third person of the triune God? So that's where we're going to start this morning, church, and together we'll learn more about him. Because as I said, the Holy Spirit says, now is the time we need to know about him. We're in the last days where he says he will pour out his spirit like I shared this morning. And if we don't know him, then we don't know what to do. And we won't have a peace in our heart when things come our way and we think, wow, this is really scary. Stuff is happening and I don't understand it. But if you have the Holy Spirit and you know him as a friend, as a person, and you can walk in the Spirit. The Bible tells us repeatedly to walk in the Spirit. But how do we do that? Sometimes we're not quite sure. So we're going to start there, church. Are you okay? Oh. <laughs> Are we okay, church? Okay, because I'm going to have you do some more yelling and talking to each other in a moment. That's the teacher in me. So my message, titled, my message today is titled, Welcome Holy Spirit. Um, so what I want you to do this morning, you're going to feel a little bit uncomfortable maybe. I want you to take a deep breath and I want you, as you breathe out, to seriously from your spirit say, welcome Holy Spirit. You ready? Okay. Welcome Holy Spirit. And I want you just to think your spirit is aligning now with what the Holy Spirit wants to do. Amen. Now, for all of you here today who have received Jesus as Lord and Saviour, I also want you to raise your hand. So I told you, you're going to feel a bit uncomfortable this morning. And shout, thank you, Holy Spirit. And I'll tell you why in a minute. You ready? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Good. Awesome. This is the teacher, the primary teacher coming out. Okay. Now, why did I have you do that? Because at whatever time in your life where you confessed with your mouth that Jesus is Lord... Whether it's a long time, whether it's a short time that you've just received Jesus as Saviour, which, however, it's long, for some of us, it's lifetimes where we accepted Jesus as Lord. I want to tell you, you did not find God. I want that to sink in. You did not find God. At whatever point you ask Jesus into your life as Lord and Saviour, you personally did not find God. The Holy Spirit found you. We'll explain. You might have heard the gospel through a person explaining it to you, telling how you need Jesus as Lord and Saviour. It might have been in a church setting, it might have been one-on-one somewhere, it might have been in a crusade, something like that. But you would have heard the gospel preached to you. But it is only the Holy Spirit that can do the work in your spirit to bring you into relationship with Jesus. You personally, as a physical person, did not find God. The Holy Spirit connected with your spirit. And he transformed you from death to life. He brought your spirit man alive. So that's why you cried out this morning, thank you, Holy Spirit. So sometimes we don't even recognize that, that very simple thing that you would not be saved if it were not for the Holy Spirit's work in your life. 
1 Corinthians 12, verse 3. So I want you to know that no one speaking by the Spirit of God will curse Jesus, and no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was at work wooing you, chasing you, testifying of the truth, the truth that Jesus is the Saviour. And when that happened, when your spirit went, oh, he connected with you and you confessed that Jesus was Lord. So no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit's work since Bible times and continuing on today has been that of the miraculous. Right now where you are sitting, you are a miracle. Did you know you are a miracle? Because the Holy Spirit connected with your spirit and in that instant where you confessed and declared that Jesus is Lord, your spirit came alive. And it's the same power that raised Jesus from the dead working in you at that point of salvation. Your spirit, Holy Spirit, connecting, miraculous. This is the person of the triune God. No idea where I am, but it's all good. (laughs) Okay, so under the power of the Holy Spirit, Jesus went about healing people from sickness and disease and raising people back to life. Now we think, wow, that's a bit out there. It is happening around the world. There are people being raised back to life by the power of the Holy Spirit in the same way that Jesus came back to life by the power of the Holy Spirit. It is happening. We may not see it here, and it will happen here eventually, when the Spirit of God comes alive in us and we understand who he is as the third person of the triune, I'm expecting to see that happen in this building. Healings happening instantaneously. People being set free from addictions, anxiety. In Jesus' name, this is the power, the miraculous power of the Holy Spirit. And he continues in the same way that Jesus and our beautiful Abba is the same today, yesterday and forever. Jesus, uh, Holy Spirit as the third person of the triune God is the same yesterday, today and forever. So if in Bible times, actually it goes all the way back to creation, but if in Bible times when Jesus walked around under the anointing of the Holy Spirit and he healed people and he raised people from the dead and he saw blind eyes open and ears open, That is the Holy Spirit. Church, is your spirit man lifting? This is the Holy Spirit work. Now, when you are saved, Romans 10.9 says, If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Right at that point of salvation, if you declare Jesus is Lord and you believe it in your heart, you will be saved. You will be brought from eternal death and you will move into eternal life with our beautiful Saviour and the Holy Spirit will connect with your spirit and you will have eternity with God. Amen. 
That is the work of the Holy Spirit. He indwells us. There's an eternal destiny shift when you ask Jesus into your heart. And your spirit man comes alive. And then what you thought maybe was rubbish before, all oh, this God stuff, this religion stuff, your spirit knows beyond a shadow of a doubt that God is real and I am alive. My spirit comes alive. And we've experienced that personally. So as I said, it is the, it is the Holy Spirit's power that raised Jesus from the dead and it is that same power that made your spirit alive. And that's why we cried this morning, thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. Romans 8, 10 to 11 says, and Christ lives within you. So even though your body will die because of sin, our physical body will die, but our spiritual body, our spirit man inside of us will live. And Christ lives within you, so even though your body will die because of sin, the Spirit gives you life because you have been made right with God. The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, he will give life to your mortal bodies by this same Spirit living within you. So I want you to look at the person beside you who's a believer and declare, you are a miracle of the Holy Spirit. Come on. This is the teacher coming out. I told you we're interactive this morning, Lynn. <laughs> you have experienced the miraculous work of the Holy Spirit in your life. It is something to celebrate. You have experienced the miraculous so we should be going around, woohoo, <laughs> because you've experienced it personally. So church, this truth is just the start of knowing the person of the Holy Spirit. Because there are so many attributes like the Father and the Son that we learn about, about week in, week out, and I share with you, and we go into the depths of his word, and we see the treasures, and we see the facets of our beautiful Savior, and we see the beauty of Abba's heart towards us. This is just a small truth about the Holy Spirit, but there is so much more to uncover. So we know that the Holy Spirit testifies about Jesus. That's all he has come to do. I mean, he has many facets in terms of working in our life, but his primary goal is to testify about Jesus so that none shall be lost. That's his work. He'll be with us and he'll be all those things like healer, comforter, counselor, guide, peace. He'll be all those things to us. But his primary role is to tell the world and convict the world and tell them the truth about Jesus. And that's because of the Father's heart. Because the Father's heart is that none should be lost. He wants to see everyone in a relationship with him. So John 15, 26 says, When the advocate comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the spirit of truth who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. 
at your point of salvation when you asked Jesus into your heart, you received the truth. The spirit of truth connected with your spirit and connected and a miracle happened. Your spirit came alive. Alive in Christ. So at salvation you are sealed by the Holy Spirit and brought into the kingdom of God as his children. Before the Bible talks about us being slaves to sin. But once you are um, in that connection with the Holy Spirit at the point of salvation, you are sealed with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit indwells you. Now I thought about this, church. I'm probably skipping ahead on my notes. It's all right, we're following him this morning. I thought about this, this indwelling. And I have been a Christian for 26 years. And I thought, how well do I actually know the person of the Holy Spirit? He has physically lived inside of me. So like spiritually lived inside of me for 26 years. He has been my guide, my counsellor, my healer, my comforter. But how well do I know him after 26 years as a believer? It's interesting just to think of it that way. He is the third person of the triune God. We should be hungry to know him in the same way as we know our beautiful Abba and as we know our beautiful Saviour. They are three in one. Romans 8, 14 to 16. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. So you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Instead, you received God's spirit when he adopted you as his own children. Now we call him Abba, Father. For his spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. I love that last verse. For his spirit joins with our spirit to affirm. 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 What does that mean? That there is no swaying. He affirms that we are God's children, that he is indwelling in us. So when you confess that Jesus is Lord, the Holy Spirit sealed you as God's child by coming to live inside of you. The Holy Spirit indwells you. Whether we know him or not is irrelevant that's the truth. Whether we don't know much about him just yet, the truth is at the point of salvation you were indwelt by the Holy Spirit and he is there to stay. So I'm going to get to know him a bit better. Because if we think about it, why did Jesus say just before he was taken up and ascended into the clouds and ascended into heaven, why did he tell the disciples, I will leave my spirit with you? If it wasn't something that was important for us to understand, if he wasn't, the Holy Spirit wasn't something that we should know about and learn about and trust, Jesus in his last few moments on earth, that was what he said, church. Luke 
24, 49 to 51. I am going to send you what my Father has promised, but stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. When he had led them out to the vicinity of Bethany, he lifted up his hands and blessed them. While he was blessing them, he left them and was taken up into heaven. So Jesus decided that the very last thing that he would say as he was being taken up into heaven and blessing the people was, I am leaving the Holy Spirit with you. Stay in the city. Wait to be clothed on high with power. Yet I know for me for 26 years, he's been these things. But do I actually know him? Do I know him as the person? I know him in certain aspects and attributes. And why are we scared of him? Some people are fearful of the Holy Spirit. But he is the third person of the triune God. And if we say that God, Abba, Father is good, and we say that Jesus, the Son, is good, why would we not say the third person of the Holy Spirit is good? Three in one. Our beautiful God. The Holy Spirit has been at work in the world since creation. And we read about the ever-present Holy Spirit in Genesis 1.1. Genesis 1.1 says, And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters, the power to create things. He was there in the beginning. He wasn't just some afterthought. The Holy Spirit was there. The triune God was there at the beginning in creation. All three persons of the triune God have been presents present since the beginning of the world and in perfect unity. We don't just get a bit of this and a bit of that. At Jesus' baptism, when he was baptised, the Father's voice, the Holy Spirit and Jesus, all present in perfect unity. So if Jesus decided that the Holy Spirit was the more, most important thing to declare to dis- his disciples. Before he left earth, don't you think we should find out why? To hear more podcasts from Grace Church Australia, make sure you subscribe and stay connected by going to gracegathering.online.